Ruthann, it's Talk CDL once again, and here we are on, what is today, Saturday? Saturday. Saturday, and we are trying to get in a quick podcast, if we can, and got a couple things to talk about. Like Squishy said, we had a, um, a, a topic of lease purchase, and I wanted to explain to, to drivers how actually it really does work on the spot market and how the surcharge works, and should they lease right now? Or should they not lease right now? It's really a big thing. I'm, I'm getting calls. People are asking me, should I be a lease purchase driver? You know, give me advice, blah, blah, blah. So I want to just give everybody the same advice. Okay. That sounds good. Right. And then we've got a recent truck driver uh, that was killed, was a big TikTok and YouTube star. And we'll be talking about that. And then I think, did you have something uh, or not? Um, if we have time, I have something. Okay, well, let's get started. How about a sponsor, uh, real quick, National Carriers, call them. I'm sorry? I got their shirt on. Ruthann has the National Carry shirt on today. That's cool. So I didn't, even, I didn't even notice, but yeah, nice. And that's the color of their trucks. Anyways, their number is 888-311-7076. Lease purchase, company drivers, and uh, big, beautiful Kenworth T680s. Also, we've uh, got another company called Carter Lumber that's looking to hire local drivers, Class A and Class B. Look them up at carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. That's carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. they got 160-some locations all east of the Mississippi. And also, LoadSmart presents Camion's Break-Even Calculator, which is great for lease purchase and, and small fleets, actually large fleets. Just go to camion.io forward slash talk CDL and get the free download today. That's K-A-M-I-O-N dot I-O forward slash talk CDL. Ruthann, lease purchase. Tell us about it. What's, when's a good time to do it now or what kind of steps do you take? Okay, so, you know, it really depends. The, the short answer is it depends on the company and what you're getting in your package. And there's so many different packages. See, a lot of these drivers that are lease purchasing, they they think they understand a lot, and some of them really do. I'm not calling any of them dumb. I'm just saying when you get somebody who baits you in with a truck and the promise of money, you know, we all want to do it, okay, because it sounds great, but you got to really know the right fine details and questions to ask. It's extremely important to ask the right questions. Right. And I wanted to talk to these drivers today. Look, right now with the high cost of fuel and the low um, spot rates, meaning, and, and let me tell you what the spot market is. It's basically loads handled by brokers. That's really pretty much what the spot market is. And a lot of people are, are we're counting on the spot market to make a lot of money as truckers, many truck drivers came into the industry as company drivers in the last couple of years. There's been a huge increase in lease purchase drivers. Well, what happens is you've you've got to know exactly. Let me adjust this mic a little bit. What you've got to know is really the inner workings of the lease purchase and the surcharge and how it all works. So I want to start by saying this. A fuel surcharge. Okay, a fuel surcharge is was started by, and I, I mentioned this before, but I want to explain it in detail better. Okay, I mentioned this before. The DOE, which is the national organization that sets these, sets what the surcharge should be, okay? Now, what that means is at a $1.20, 
when fuel was $1.20, the DOE said from now on, every six cents above $1.20, a truck driver should get one penny. Does that, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And now, so right now, I, I looked it up online. Right now, the average fuel is probably between five fifty and six bucks a gallon for diesel. So at a dollar twenty is that mark. All you do is subtract the dollar twenty, okay, off of let's just say six bucks a gallon. Okay. If you if you subtract a dollar twenty from six bucks, what do you get? Five eighty. You mean is it four eighty or five eighty? Four eighty, sorry. That's okay. And then you take 480 and divide that by six cents. So six goes into 48, believe it or not, eight times even, which would be 80 cents. So if, if you're at six bucks a gallon right now, according to the DOE, you should be getting 80 cents, 80 cents a mile on fuel surcharge. A lot of companies tell you that, oh, the fuel surcharge is built in. They say, oh, it's built in when you call. And the recruiters, to be honest with you, the ones that really don't know a lot are a lot of the recruiters. A lot of their these in-house recruiters, they have no idea how to even explain how the surcharge works. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't. They have like these little dumb sayings. They'll say, oh, it's extra money we give you, you know, for the high cost of fuel. Well, 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 well how do I know how to calculate that? Well, so every truck driver out there at the end of the week, if you go ahead and average out what your average cost per fuel was, it doesn't really, I'm not talking about how many gallons or anything. I'm just saying your average per gallon rate. And all you have to do is subtract a dollar twenty off that, and that should be your average surcharge for the week. So at six bucks a gallon right now, you should be at eighty cents per gallon. Now that should be a separate. Like, if, for example, let's say you're getting eighty percent. And this is the other thing I wanted to talk about because I uh, and I'll go into that in a second. Let's say let's say you're getting eighty. You're getting the eighty cents per gallon surcharge. At the end of the week, if you ran three thousand miles, okay, three thousand times eight. Eight times three is 24. You should get a check back separately, okay? It should be a separate check. You should be getting $2,400 as a separate fuel surcharge check. These new mics are just off the chart loud. I'm trying to get them adjusted. Um, Now, think about this. The average rate, I looked it up a little while ago. Ruthann? The average rate nationwide, right? Yeah, the average rate, I got it right here. You can go on truckstop.com, you can go on the DAT, and these are live up-to-date rates. Right now, the average van rate, it's saying is $250 a mile, but it says the average paid rate is $225. So they're, they're, they're claiming one, but they're actually paying you on another? No, no, no. It's All it's saying is is the average pay rate, the average rate that was paid is $2.25 a mile um, on, on average right now. And, sh- and most truck drivers will tell you they're, they're seeing rates under 2 bucks a mile. So let's just use, let's just use $2.25. I'm going to show you at $2.25 a mile, okay, roughly, at 3,000 miles. If, if you averaged only $2.25 a mile for your, this is for dry van, okay, this is not reefer or flatbed. And I'll tell you what those average rates are in a second. This is, what's today's date, Ruthann? The 23rd. The 23rd of July. As of right now, on the spot market, the average paid rate 
is $2.25. Now, now multiply that by 3,000 miles. 3,000 miles times two bucks a mile is $6,000. Cents, uh, 25 cents times 3,000 miles would be, um, shoot, I don't even know. Let me whip up the calculator for a second. Do you have your calculator? 25 cents times 3,000, that would be what, another $750, I think? So $750, so it'd be, it'd be $6,750. I think that's what it comes to. You can double check. So $6,750 would, would be the gross. Now you would get, let's say you're getting 80%. So now you have to deduct 80% off of that rate, off of that right there. So 80%, 80% times, okay, $6,750 is going to be, what, um, about another, let's just say it's $5,000, okay, on average. I think 80% of 60 cents, you have a calculator right there? Mm-hmm. What's, eight, what's 0. 0.80 times 6,750? 0. 0.80 times 6,750. $5,400. So $5,400 should be the truck net now. Now I want to show you how this, this is how the numbers should work if you're not getting BS'd. Now, at 57, what'd you say it was 5,400? Mm-hmm. Okay, $5,400, what should come off of that? The, the, the fuel cost. So the fuel is going to come off $5,400 at 3,000 miles, at seven miles at a gallon. It's going to cost you probably $2,400 to $2,600 for fuel. Okay? So now, let's say, let's say it's $2,500. Comes off the 54, that leaves you 2,900 bucks. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, Here's the cost. Now, depending on what you're driving, if you're in a newer truck, okay, and depending on if you have trailer rental and you're paying for base plates, I don't know what your fixed cost is. But most companies are going to be anywhere from thirteen dollars to $1,800 for a fixed cost. That's including maintenance, security deposits, all your insurances, your truck payment, everything. You're looking at thirteen dollars to eighteen. dollars So we'll just split that in the middle, and that would be about, let's just say $1,500. So fifteen hundred off of twenty nine hundred, okay, mm-hmm. is what? It's fourteen hundred bucks. So your check, if you're not getting a fuel surcharge, will only be fourteen hundred dollars. You can make more than that as a company driver. So the, my advice would be, if you're not getting a fuel surcharge, my advice would be, do not lease. But guess what? If you're getting that surcharge, we figured twenty four hundred bucks would have been your actual surcharge check. Now you would add 2400 onto your $1,400 and your paycheck would be what? 24 and 14 would be 3800 bucks. That's what your, that's what your check should be. Wait, th- yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. $2,400, 2400, it would be uh, 1400. And I th- hopefully I didn't mess that math up. Okay, I got down to twenty nine hundred, and we took off. Yeah, and we took off the the, the fixed cost. It was fourteen hundred. So if you add on the fuel surcharge check that you should be getting, that means your gross or your net your net take home profit, okay, would be twenty four hundred dollars fuel surcharge check because we already deducted the fuel off in the beginning. So you're putting now twenty four hundred dollars back on. It costs you basically $100 a week, $100 for the fuel for the week if the truck driver is getting an actual fuel surcharge. And so rightfully, yes, if it's, if it's being worked that way, 
then I would say, yeah, lease it. I mean, you're still bringing home over $3,000. It's better than a company job, and it's better than a company giving you, say, 70 cents a mile, 10.99. I know it's illegal, but a lot of them do it. But let's say you're getting 70 cents a mile for 3,000 miles. That's only $2,100. Bring home check, okay? So realistically, the answer is yes if you're getting a surcharge and it's separate like I just showed you. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of companies. Well, it's not a lot of companies, but there's, there's a good amount of companies that pay that way. Okay. And then there's a good amount of companies that are, are grabbing your surcharge check. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the truth, Ruthann. No, I've heard that. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're not paying these guys 100% fuels. So, I mean, think about this. The fuel surcharge is for the guy that buys the fuel. It's, it shouldn't even be added. It shouldn't even be added in, okay, at all on your gross. It should be a separate check at the end comes to you after everything's figured. You should get a fuel surcharge check. I think what I've heard is some companies instead of it being anything over the dollar twenty, and with that equation broken down, they're just giving you a flat of like twelve cent fuel surcharge or something like that. You know where it's not really a what you're supposed to be getting, but it's just whatever they decided a little marker would be. Absolutely. There, um, and again, I'm not trying to pick on companies, but if you're a company and you're keeping the truck driver's surcharge, you should be ashamed of yourself because you're not the guy paying for the fuel. It's his fuel. When a fuel surcharge is offered, okay, that's being collected. And see, that's, that's the other thing that's a problem when you're on the spot market, okay, a lot of these guys are afraid to try to get a surcharge from the broker. So if they're not actually collecting a surcharge from the broker, then then everybody's getting screwed. Okay, but if you're if you go with a trucking company that owns their own fuel or has set contracted rates that are just like say hauling for I don't know, um, Valvoline oil or, or, or maybe they have a contract with Cisco or, or whoever. Okay. Kraft, um, Hershey's, a lot of companies have set rates and I'll tell you something else. When you go with those companies, a lot of them are a little bit, if, if you go to a trucking company, that's what I call greedy and they have the set rates. Some of those bigger companies, they're only offering these guys like say 70%. Yeah, they can. Only, I mean, they still can make a profit if there's an actual surcharge check in there. But to be honest with you, thirty percent to be their broker—that's a little bit high, and and they should be ashamed of themselves also. So, to recap, all right, should you lease or do a lease purchase? The answer is, in a short answer, if you're getting a fuel, if you're getting the actual surcharge, and remember, if your average, whatever your average fuel that you paid for the week. You just take a dollar twenty, and I explained this before. I'm doing it again. You take a dollar twenty, and you subtract that dollar twenty from what your average rate, your average fuel is. So if, like Ruth Ann and I figured earlier, if it's six bucks a gallon, that's four dollars and eighty cents. You divide that by 0.06 cents. Every six cents the fuel goes up, you should get a penny. That's all you got to do. It's really simple. Six goes into 48, 80 times. That's 80 cents. Per gallon, you should be getting if it's at six bucks a gallon. And you know, there's companies out there that say, well, for every eight cents it goes up, or every nine cents it goes up. And guess what? That that's that's more of them sticking their hand mm-hmm. in the in the truck driver's pocket. 
Okay, the companies that tell you it's seven cents or eight cents or nine cents. Okay, I believe I well I won't mention their name, but I heard of a really big company. They're in the top four. Okay, and they have yellow lettering, but they they supposedly uh, have their surcharge set at eight or nine cents. That means that it's it's for every eight cents you get a penny. That means that's a lot less. You you get a less of a surcharge check. There should be no trucking company or any broker or anybody sticking their hand in the fuel surcharge money. That's for the trucker. Bottom line. I agree. Bottom line is the truckers should get their money. Absolutely. So so anyways, uh, going forward, uh, write these things down and and figure figure asking these questions the next time you're changing a job or maybe you're in one now. And guess what? If they got a problem, if your current company has a problem, Get them on a three-way call with me, and I'll explain to them what real true, true, and I mean honest trucking companies are doing for the truck driver. That's all I got to say on that subject, Ruthann. For now, that's all you have to say. Well, it it just irks me. You know what irks me, honestly? What really ticks me off more than anything, when you see a hard work, the guy that works hard, we were talking about that. um, Where were we talking about that? We were talking about how the, the guy that don't make much money, he's the more, oh, we were ta- we were, Ruth Ann and I were at a benefit this morning and it was uh, a bunch of girls from the dance studio. They were washing cars, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it, I just got to tell this story, Ruth Ann. The, the, so the girls, there was, how many girls were there, you think? There was 10. 10 girls. And what were their ages, what, roughly? Um, eight. To 15. Okay. Now, these girls are standing out there in the Florida sun. They're washing cars, having fun, working hard. A guy pulls up, okay, in a pickup truck. He didn't have time. And he says, what's what's the cause for? And they told him it's for, you know, the dance school. And he said, here. And he gave them $20. I don't need my truck washed. Here, let me donate. Right? Another car did that. Generous people. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, another person pulled up, and they didn't really... They didn't look like they had a whole lot of money. They gave the girls $45. Another person pulled up and got their car washed, 20 bucks. They all, this is we got to say this. They didn't there's no certain set charge for the uh for these um these car washes. You give what you can, right? That's what it it, it is, right? Well, it was $10 for this one though. Well, $10, but the, they were telling them I was standing there when the lady Tiffany said, well, it's supposed to be $10, but just give what you can. Yes, so exactly. So if, if you don't have $10, like the one guy was really poor, he gave $2. He said, this is all I have. Was that okay? And she said, eh, every little helps. He mm-hmm. at least was honest. Then a guy in a Mercedes pulled up. <laughs> he pulled up in a white Mercedes SUV. SUV. And the girls are over there washing for a while, washing this guy's car, rinsing it, and then and they were even drying it, Right. And that guy was the only guy that had the nerve to get out and ask them to do a re-rinse and a re-dry. And he gave them a whopping $8, I heard. Or was seven, it seven. $7. So the guy in the Mercedes wanted these girls to work double labor and offered them $7. I wish this guy was a trucker and was listening to me because I'd say, shame on you. Shame on you. The poor people were giving more. Right. And it's just like in trucking, the companies that are making a million dollars, they're always finding a way to stick their greedy little hands in the working man's pocket. And it's so true. You don't want to, you know, honestly, there's some companies that'll pay 90%. 
because they just and and they believe in passing it on. They know that hey, if I'm paying this guy ninety percent, I'm making a couple bucks on the driver, but he's making a lot more. Guess what? He's going to tell his friends and people are going to come. Really, that's how companies grow, by paying very well. Mm-hmm. And then you got your companies that think they're doing you a favor, okay, by giving you a lease purchase or giving you a shiny new Peterbilt or a new Kenworth, but, but giving you hardly any pay in return. Mm-hmm. It's like the richest people want to pay the least. It's, 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 go figure. And it's, and it's just like in the donating. The guy... They say that the, the 70% of the population is poor in the United States, mm-hmm. and they say that that 70% is what keeps the economy going in bad times. When the, the poor guy gets his paycheck, he goes to Walmart and he buys things. When the rich son of a bitch and greedy guy gets get makes his money in bad times, you know what he does? He puckers up so bad you couldn't get a BB up his rump. I'm serious. He puckers up so tight, he will not let a dollar go. That guy is so greedy, he hangs onto a buck. Is there anything wrong with that? Yes, there is. There is because he's the one that's costing the poor, the poor guy money. It's the truth. It's a, it is absolutely the truth. They take advantage and that takes me off. That's all I'm going to say, I think. For now. For now. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Right then we have uh, two more sponsors. We have DriveWise, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E. Go to DriveWise.com, download the free app today, and start bypassing the scales with just an app instead of a transponder. That's DriveWise, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com. And last but not least, we have Driving-Test.org. Go there, and uh, it's, I think, forty nine ninety five for the month. And uh, pay these people, even if you're in a trucking school, we've had people writing into us telling us that they, they used that driving-test.org to study, and they passed their Class A first time. So, guys, I'm telling you, it's worth it. Go check it out. Ruthann, moving on. Moving on. Okay. So did you have something for me? Well, I just wanted to um, mention uh, three we- about three weeks ago, there was that tractor-trailer that had 53 immigrants that were found passed inside of it. They were all they were all killed, right? Um, no, there were a couple survivors. So, there, but <clears throat> excuse me. So there was 53 altogether that but died. That died, mm-hmm. and then there was other. So there, there were, was more than 53 in the truck. The, it, it, from what I'm reading, they mm. did find a survivor. Um, they said that they just could not breathe, Ouch. is what they're saying, because the AC had gone out in the reefer unit portion of it. And the driver never knew that the reefer unit had failed, but there was supposedly, you know, they're saying that there were, you know, a survivor or maybe two, I don't know, Mm -hmm. but he might've just survived, but was barely there type of survival. Like he, it was like, he was not close. He was not far or she was not far from, from passing. Wow. But, um, they did confirm that the tractor and trailer that was used for this this crime was definitely a clone from the original company that had it that was in Alamo. They said that the company was uh, like Bo- Beaumont or Bancourt Trucking or something like that. It was, it was what the actual company is called. And they said, that, that that's not even, that's not our truck. That's not our truck. That they cloned it. They just left out the one portion of the identification. So they did confirm that, but they also found two more or is to make a total of four people that were arrested in this. There was, um, 
the people that were driving, the person that was driving, and another person that was with them that did that worked with it on their end. And then there was two other people that were working on the other end of it. But they're all living in Texas, and they all were... Well, two of them, those, the two other two people were illegally in here to begin with, with weapons and all this other stuff. So they have a lot more going against them than just that. this. They actually have more. But they said they were doing it. This isn't the first time they did the run. I'll tell you what. It just seems like each year for the last so many years. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I remember the one down below Houston that got caught. There was like 40-some that died. Mm-hmm. Each, it seems like each year. These, you know, you would, you would think that this would deter people. You would think that people are going, I ain't going to take a chance on Mm -hmm. that because, you know, what, what are you getting paid? Honestly, what do you, what are you getting paid that it's that worth? I don't even think a million dollars would be worth going down, crossing the border. Even if they don't die and you get caught, you are screwed. Right. Well, this is the, what happened was this guy's done it before. So he, he was, he, he had, he had whiskey muscles, you know, whiskey muscles. Yeah. He had whiskey muscles, tequila muscles. Yeah, he, well, he was basically because he got away with it before. He's like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. But the downfall was, is this right now is in record of being the worst human, the, the smuggling case in the United States so far. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations to that. I don't even want to call that guy a trucker. I mean, honestly, because, you know, honestly and truly the good truckers, when you, you, you listen to them, they call us, you meet them. Um, I've been around them all my life. I've been a trucker. Um, the, I mean, when I say the good ones, I mean the ones that care, like for example, the, the, uh, long haul bandits, mm-hmm. they go around cleaning up truck stops because yep. they're, they, and, and you've got groups out there that are trying to bring the CB back. You got people out there that are trying to be respectful. You got truckers that will pull over to help the guy that's broke down. You got truck drivers that are doing the right thing, but then you got the guys like this. Honestly, you got guys that are doing drugs or texting and driving, rear-ending, trafficking, killing people, or smuggling. And it's like, you know, in the news, you would think all truckers are bad, but they're not. They're, they're really not. You got, yeah. you have a big-hearted community of truckers. And I'll tell you something else you got. One, nine million truckers out in there. I think it's... Almost two million or something. Mm-hmm. So you know what else you got? You got wives at home and families that are behind their trucker men mm-hmm. and maybe trucker women. You've got the, you've got this, this inner makings of our own community, and the really good ones are respectful, and they're the first ones to stand up and say, you know, screw these assholes that are, that are messing up our industry. You know what I mean? Like the bad truckers. No, I agree. I agree. Good. It's just my mind. What's what's your mind? I mean, when you went really, really, really good. And my head went to Zoolander. Really, really, really good. Instead of good looking. I went really, really, really good truck driver. (laughs) And the Zoolander look. (laughs) Sorry. Yes. My mind. No, but I'm serious though. That's it's, it's a shame when we get a guy like this, right? That, I mean, if I'm going to tell, I'm going to give somebody advice because we've got a lot of people that, you know, follow the podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot. And I know there's, there's probably one or two of these guys out there right now that's driving drunk. Um, I mean, I know a company the other day, a guy had to go rescue a truck because his driver got arrested drinking in the truck. He's drunk. I mean, 
I know there's maybe a guy out there that's addicted to something. I feel for you if you have an addiction, but you shouldn't be an eighty. You shouldn't be driving eighty thousand pounds. I know there's a guy right now probably listening to us that's texting. Scary. Yeah. You gonna sneeze? No. Oh, you just got the big yawn going on. Sorry, I do it every time. And I'm pretty sure there's probably somebody that's contemplating hauling illegal immigrants. I should just say people. Putting them in. You know, to be honest with you, Ethan, that would be my luck. I would, I'd go down across Mexico, the Mexican border. I'd pick up 100 people, and the reefer would break down. Something would happen. Now, I pulled reefer for like three or four years in my trucking. You know, besides drive in and, and uh, tanker and everything else, um, I had a reefer breakdown twice. And to be honest with you, what's really funny, and I don't understand this, he didn't know the reefer was not working. I could look, I looked, all, you can see the digital readout a lot of times, and you know, hey, that's, that's temperature should be lower. You know what I mean? You could see that going down the road. I don't know. All I know is, just my luck, I would go down and pick somebody up. And you know what I mean? You're just, you're thinking you're going to make a quick score. And what happens? Boom. And you know what else would probably happen to me? I'd probably make it all the way. And then one of them would kill me so they don't have to pay me. <laughs> so, you know, honestly, I would say that guy's going to go, go to prison for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Bad, bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Bad stuff. Um, did you have anything else? You have the word of the day? Yeah. You do? Let's hear it. Is it a good one? I think it's good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Then it must be. Well, you know, I'm, I'm smart that way just because of word genius. <laughs> That's right, word genius. All right, ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Octothorpe. Octothorpe? Octothorpe. Octothorpe. Mm-hmm. Take a guess what you think it might be. <sighs> well, oct means eight, right? Doesn't it? Octa is eight, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, Thorpe, uh, T-H-O-R-P. Yeah, it has an E at the end, but yeah. Thorpe. I don't know. I don't know. what I'm thinking of Thor from whatchamacallit, but Octothorpe, eight. What is, what is Octothorpe? It is the pound button on your phone. The hashtag button? Mm-hmm. Another term for the pound sign. So the hashtag sign, the pound sign, the enter in some places. That's actually called the octothorpe. The octothorpe. Yep, it's another term for the pound sign. The octothorpe is sometimes used as an enter key for a phone system and is dialed at the end of a command. It's kind of interesting and odd at the same time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. I liked it because I can, instead of saying hashtag, I could say octothorpe, you know? Hey, just on a, just a side note, and I was just talking to somebody today, I, and I remember I, every year I tell you, I say, hey, I think I'm ready for the cooler weather. Yeah. Or I'll say, hey, it's in the winter. I'll go, hey, I'm ready for the hot weather, yep. you know, go yep. fishing and all. I, I think I'm getting ready for the cooler weather. Yeah. And, and it's only July still. Yeah. I don't know. We I'm, have like July and August is the hottest months. I know. We've got some heaters coming, man. Like you said, August and September in Florida is a, is a blazer usually. No, no hurricanes coming so far, Lord willing. But... um. I think I'm ready for the cooler weather, but I will tell you, truckers aren't, you know, most of them don't want that snow, but it's coming. So it's coming. If you think about this, where next week is the first week of August, you've got August, September, 
and really out in the Northwest, they'll start getting snow in October even. So yeah. in about eight to 12 weeks, snow could be blooming pretty good, in, um, which sucks. I think it was Montana. There was a huge whiteout up there because it was the, I'm um, not whiteout, but it, they called it a blackout because dust, because of, of the storms they were getting, the wind got up to like 62 miles per hour at one point. Yeah. And all the dust was flowing across the, the interstate and actually caused a 21 car pile, a 21 vehicle pileup, 15 of them cars, six tractor trailers killed. Hmm. I can't remember how many people, 15. Oh, wow. It was, it was a, uh, it was pretty bad. And so you're just relating that to all the snow, the, the pileups on the ice and snow and yeah, yeah. it's been bad. So, Hey, last advice I've got, get a CB guys. Keep, Definitely. keep pushing for that to come back. I know there's a lot of people that are pushing for the CBs guys and gals. You have no idea uh, how much you'll wish you had one. If uh, you come around the corner and hit something Ruthann, we are out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.